Hello again and welcome to The Golfing Mind. Um, I'm Robin Seeger. I'm still Robin Seeger. And this is podcast number 10 in the series of uh, The Golfing Mind. And today I'm going to talk about relaxation techniques. Now, I mentioned in an earlier podcast, Ben Hogan famously saying, how can you relax and play golf at the same time? And I agree with that. It's not going to be possible to play in a wholly relaxed manner because there'll always be a little bit of tension in our bodies and our minds will be thinking, processing what's going on. However, I do believe that we can train ourselves to minimize the excesses of pressure and tension on the course. People will say to me that uh, if I ask them how do they relax in the golf course, the general answer I get is they say I learn to breathe slowly, which is a fantastic technique and one I thoroughly endorse and recommend. Some people say they try to walk a little slower, which is another good thing to do. It's just uh, slowing down the effects of adrenaline. But other than that, most people don't really have a technique. Some people chew gum. Not so often now you see people smoking cigarettes. And back in the 50s, if you look at the professional tour, most players at some point would either have a cigarette in their mouth or they'd be throwing it on the ground. I remember watching Arnold Palmer play once and he was smoking a cigarette right up until the moment he was about to hit the shot, then he just threw the cigarette on the ground in a very sort of cavalier manner. And I thought it looked great, but people don't smoke now, obviously. So what would I recommend? Well, there's two things I'd recommend. The first is to make a daily habit of doing some breathing and relaxation techniques. The slow breathing of a count of six in and a count of six out is a very good way of relaxing. Why is this? The reason you're tense and the reason you're feeling anxious is because you have a surge of adrenaline into your body and the adrenaline makes your heart go faster, makes your mouth dry, takes feeling away from your hands and feet because the blood's leaving your hands and feet and heading to your major organs. So when you breathe deeply, you are slowing that whole process down. You're reducing the impact of the adrenaline in your system. Another thing to do is to not to dwell on a negative thought. So don't think, oh, I'm definitely going to hit it in the water. I won't get out of this bunker. Tell yourself, yeah, I've got this shot. I've done this before. I've hit this in practice a hundred times. Have a very positive expectation. When you get good news, you feel happy and relaxed. When you get bad news, you feel tense and sad. So give yourself a good news story. Tell yourself it's, it's going to be fine. Many, many years ago, I say many years ago, but 15 years ago, I took up skydiving at the age of 49. I thought it was something I always wanted to do. Now, one of the interesting things about skydiving is it's unbelievably exhilarating, but there's a huge amount of pressure before you jump out of the plane, especially in the first couple of hundred jumps, because there's always the possibility that your parachute won't open. And if your parachute doesn't open, and you don't successfully deploy your reserve parachute, the chances are you'll, be, you'll die or be severely injured. But if your parachute doesn't open, it's not just a case of simply pulling a cord for your reserve. You have to go through a sequence. You have to locate two handles, a cutaway handle, which is a red handle, and a silver handle, which is the reserve chute handle. So when you realize your parachute's not opened, you look for the red handle, you pull it, you look for the silver handle, you pull it and your reserve comes out and you come to ground safely. And it works. 
Fortunately, I never had to do it, but I practice it many times a day, every day that I used to skydive. And even people with 10,000 jumps, I would see them practicing the sequence. So let me explain that to you. When you find yourself getting tense, if you can have a trigger, a physical trigger, it can be uh, holding your thumb and finger, squeezing them. Every time you try to relax or you are relaxing, do something that embeds that feeling. So when you're on the course, you squeeze your thumb and finger in a tense situation and it helps trigger the relaxation response. It's a big subject. I can't go into great detail about it here and I do it more in my online training course um, on Silent Mind Golf. But I would encourage you to find a technique that works for you. Breathing is by far the easiest to do. I would also encourage you to visualize uh, every day when you're doing a meditation pressure situations and see yourself in the pressure situations being relaxed. When the pressure situation is for real, you'll have a hidden memory in your subconscious mind of being relaxed in that situation. That's a more advanced technique. But relaxation is something we need to train ourselves to do. Just like in skydiving, you train yourself to respond to the emergency. Train yourself to respond to your emergencies on the course if you feel things are going wrong. And on that happy note, I will uh, wish you all the best going forward. And until we meet again next week or sometime thereafter, play great golf and enjoy yourselves.